Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, sponsored by Palo Alto Networks, we discuss a new chat ops feature in Palo Alto's SD-WAN product enabled by CloudBlades. We're joined by Satapa Bansal. She is Director of Product Management at Palo Alto Networks. Satapa, welcome to the show. Can you start us off with what, what do you mean by chat ops? So chat ops, something that enables the use of chat applications, such as Microsoft Teams or Slacks, to run development and operations. It enables easier access for customers to connect to their processes and tools. So this is kind of like, I mean, we've talked about chat ops a lot and we've heard a lot of vendors talk about it, but I've not really seen too much about it. So is this kind of like, help, something's broken type of thing, or is this much more like we're reaching the threshold? So is it a combination of alerts or is it something else? Is it more than just telling me that something's broken? I would say it's a combination. So customers Mm. definitely can see what is happening in their environment. They can get visibility into it, but they can also use it for troubleshooting if they are seeing issues. So are you saying I could type a query into Microsoft Teams or Slack and get some kind of response about how my SD-WAN is operating? Absolutely. You can get information not only how your SD-WAN network is operating, but also applications which are running on that network. So those sorts of questions, things like, is everything up? Or how's my bandwidth? Is it is it something like that? Yes, we do support queries around, you know, information, getting information about particular sites, uh, band lengths, applications, or even devices, right? So you may have multiple sites, you may have ordered multiple devices, and some of them you may have already provisioned, others you may have not. So this is more like there's a syntax. And if I want to query a particular, and if I frame up a query in a particular syntax at, at the, the chat, in your chat application, then you can get a response back saying something, the state of something or status of something. Totally. I think one of the interesting things about this is, this is sort of like a, an application of APIs. And normally what we have to do is we have to log in to the network tooling to be able to do something. But in a chat app, you can actually say these commands are okay to run and anybody can run them. Yeah, so as you were saying, right, so traditionally admins, they have to be locked into the network on-premises or VPN, and then they have to access the dashboards to get information, just access for general information or if they have to troubleshoot incidents. But with chat ops, what they can do is they can get, you know, visibility right off where they are. And Mm -hmm. if they have any issue, they can, uh, you know, they have this flexibility. They can do it on their mobile or uh, any place they might be. So if I don't have easy access to my console where I want to log into uh, the UI and see what's going on, I can just pick up my phone, open a, a Slack or a, a Teams app and start getting information using these queries. Yes, it makes it so easy. I think it's interesting too, because it also means the CIO can make queries, but you don't have to give them a login to the platform, which is important because then they might screw it up. Sorry, did I say that out loud? I mean, uh, the help desk could use it and have the appropriate level of access without having to train them. They could run a standard set of queries. You could put it in a run book. As you're saying, right, the other Mm. angle with chat ops is few people would have access or the IT admins would have access to the dashboard. Mm. With chat ops, anybody who has access to that particular channel within, let's say, Microsoft chat ops or, you know, later on, let's say Slack, Mm. they can get access to this information easily. So it does avoid, I think it avoids some of the learning curve too, because, you know, I don't have to learn the user interface of Palo, Sassy Wan, uh, you know, that whole graphical interface and know how it works. I could just consult a runbook and a set of queries for most cases perhaps. So this, does this reduce escalation? Is Am I right with that logic and does it reduce escalation? 
Yeah, so with that logic, one is that because there is easier access to information. So whether it is admins or analysts, they can provide, uh, they can get awareness if there's an issue faster, mm. and then they can also help resolve the issue faster. So I'm thinking, you know, faster mean time to innocence. Uh, I, I get an alert saying it's from an executive saying, why is my Zoom call so bad? Uh, instead of having to log into the whole system and start to parse it out, I can just run a query and, and get some information and find out, is it the network or not? Is that the idea? Uh, yes, they have this easy access to information at their fingertips. So can you give us some examples of, of how uh, a network engineer or administrator might use this? One of the things that we have seen in our customer base many a times is that a particular branch office, such as you know US West, uh, may be experiencing intermittent uh, connectivity issues. So what I mean by that is that users are not able to access certain applications at their data centers and how the IT admins get awareness of this issue, it many a times it takes long time, right? Typically more than a few hours or even a day. Uh, and when they get awareness, then it takes them, they treat it as a SEV1 issue, right? Because of the typical SLAs. Mm. But with chat ops, now support staff, they can quickly access information even when they are not on site. And mm. even non-IT staff, right? They can help collaborate with the IT staff to resolve the issue faster. Now, the thing is that this uses your CloudBlades architecture and the CloudBlades architecture, is, which is kind of like it's an app that's in the cloud. So Palo Alto has the, the SaaS platform for SD-WAN and in the cloud is the host where all of the, the management tools are there. And this ChatOps is a feature or an app that you can enable that runs on that platform. So the data that I can get from the chatbot then is basically whatever's in the platform that I can structure a query for. So I could do something like, are all my SD-WAN devices up? And it would come back with a yes, no. Is that how it works? It supports a lot of queries. It's not just yes and no, right? So an mm. example, the, tip, the example that I was continuing, where the some users are experiencing issues, right? So they can even run queries such as, you know, show health site name. And this example, like show health uh, San Francisco site, mm. right? Yeah. Once they see, okay, whether this particular site is up or down, then they can use uh, additional chat commands such as, you know, show paths. Then they can get information on the quality of circuit, both overlays, underlays on that particular site. Okay, so I can get even more uh, insight than just up down is what you're saying. Yes, right. Mm -hmm. So it helps not only in just uh, faster issue identification, which your earlier thing would do, but also faster troubleshooting. Uh, is there another scenario where you can give us an example of, of how this chat ops feature works? Yeah, so if you think that users many a times in a branch office, they face network outages, right? And traditionally enterprises, they host their business critical applications in their data centers, which are connected using private WAN circuits such as MPLS. Now, IT admins in those scenarios, they depend heavily on service providers to troubleshoot WAN outages, which can be time consuming. But instead, with chat ops, it's easy to get insights into the outages and the IT, they can simply query such as, you know, show health alarms or events per branch site and WAN link to monitor such occurrences. So consider a scenario where in response to the chat query, an admin sees alarm which is like you no know, network down for private. What that means is that all the data center sites connected uh, via this device are unreachable on the private one. 
using chat ops now admins got this information and they can co configure alternate paths in their application policies such as lte if it is applicable so using chat ops they can get easy awareness of alarms and then collaborate to resolve issues faster so greg mentioned cloud blades uh, does this mean I, do i have to do a lot of integration to get this feature to work between palo alto platform and teams or slack or whatever or does the cloud blade do that for me essentially cloud blades essentially it is an integration which is based on our you know api based framework the whole idea with cloud blades is that it takes away the complexity that is uh, traditionally seen with the traditional approach to deploying new sd wan services which was complex right, right. so mm -hmm. the earlier traditional way was that you deployed either new physical appliances or upgraded existing equipment which of course caused service disruption but what we are doing with cloud blades and api based framework is that you know it is easily seamlessly delivers these integrated services all around like itsm with what we have done with service now and others that we can uh, talk later for cloud connectivity mm. such as azure aws and others i just i just really love this idea of being in my teams or you know and saying oh my site's up yes no or you know somebody comes to me and says so and so somebody says that they're having a problem in such and such so say, look i can say to the help desk person look i'm going to show you a command so you can query this yourself and you don't have to waste time coming to find me that just super <laughs> appeals to me in a way i, I kind of tell you how excited that because <laughs> i don't like talking to people and the less time i spend talking to people the happier i am and this sounds great for that Absolutely. I was talking to one of the customers and I was uh, uh, talking to them that, you know, with chat ops, uh, if your users are having an issue with a particular application such as Zoom and, you know, the customer just jumped on his, he said, I can't tell you how many times I get this issue about a particular using having a bad call quality or mm -hmm. a choppy video. Mm -hmm. And that's what we shared with them, right? That with mm -hmm. chat ops, you can now quickly query even application level metrics like jitter packet loss latency on a per application for per van link with a simple command like you know show application lqm metrics and you can easily help identify whether this particular issue is uh, application is having issue for this user or across users and then even remediate the issues by fine using your business policies so this you said remediate there so you're saying this chat this chat structure the chat ops capability is not just a read only which is like is the circuit up is it performance above a certain level is you know that type of stuff you're saying there's actually ability to take a step and do some proactive and configure the network dynamically there so in the first release that we are releasing it would provide visibility both in the let's say the application performance as well as business policies right but for remediation let's say if you want to uh, actually go and change the network policy in the first release we won't provide that via the chat ops you'll still have to do that via the dashboard but having said that customers can still look at what are the business policies that may be associated uh, and they can see if they want to prioritize qs for selective apps using chat ops are there issues around, you know, access control or making sure the right folks uh, have access to this? How are you making sure that, you know, I've, I've got uh, good security around this? Paul Alto being a security company, we, we are uh, very sensitive around that. So when the chat ops is integrated as a cloud blade to our SD-WAN network, so customers, the uh, they have to enable access uh, 
both in terms of integration, so it's a byway integration. So from the SD-WAN network, we have to enable access to the customers and customers, they also have to ensure that whoever is on that communication channel, let's say for Microsoft chats, only those set of people will get access to this set of commands. Okay, so they can use, you know, I guess existing systems they've got in place to make sure that, you know, my help desk team and my network team and maybe my app team are, are the ones who can do this, but nobody else. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, because uh, there are scenarios, right? I mean, you may, for example, use chat ops to understand if there are any issues or ma major alarms going on and you want to ensure that only the right set of people, they have access. Yep, absolutely. That is a big thing with apps is once you give people a login, then you basically then have to spend your life auditing that. Whereas with a chat ops, you can actually say this chat ops can, can cover these commands. And so in, in a certain sense, your security posture is radically different. Um, you can give away a lot of, a lot of useful access without having to go deeply into some sort of security posture and audit and review cycle. Are there a set number of queries that I can make? And can I also construct my own queries? How does, how does that side work? Yeah, so uh, right now we support uh, many queries out of uh, box as part of a chat ops. We also support things like, uh, so for example, if you look at command like, you know, show health alarms. So we do support, uh, you know, auto correction. We do support uh, fuzzy logic, but still it's a set of commands that are supported by the chat ops. Okay, so I do in some cases need to be uh, precise in what I'm typing in because it's not going to figure out what you really meant was this. Uh, mo <laughs> it's not, most it's of not the some AI language <laughs> interpreter that can, 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 can work out your intent. You know, like that's not how that we're not there yet, Drew. Like, <laughs> yeah, it will it will understand. So, for example, yeah. instead of you know show sites, if you write uh, instead of S I T E S, you write S T E, right? So it will try to understand what okay. is the best possible thing okay. that the customer maybe meaning and inter and interpret it that way. But let's say if it's totally something wacky, then not really. <laughs> okay, so I can I can I can misspell at least and still get some information yes. back. Okay. Yes, absolutely. That's helpful. Yeah. Well, the, it depends on, so the chatbot sounds to me like it's not just a static, you know, fix this way type thing. This is actually a rather fluid sort of intelligent thing then. It, there's a bunch of stuff that you're doing. Am I able to then create my own queries as well to some extent if I have a specific query that I want to create? Is that something that's a, a future or is it here now? Yeah, so it's a two-step question, right? So the first part, uh, yes, it is natural language based. So we do have, you know, the natural language understanding to understand what you're typing. And then also for the response generation, so using natural language generation, right? Uh, mm -hmm. The second part where the customers can create their own queries, it doesn't support that because mm -hmm. we do have set of intents that the chatbot can understand. Now, right. how, how you say that, right? It, it does offer you that flexibility of saying it differently, but still mm. it is a set of commands that it can interpret today. Okay. Yeah. So this is this intent. It, it works. It, the, the, the chat bot itself is sort of smart enough to take out your intent and say, well, I know what you're trying to ask because there's only a finite number of things you can ask about. So it has some of that capability. And that's quite cool. I like that. It's uh, pretty cool. Our team has been pretty excited working on does this it, as well. It does feel like it's something that you have to see to believe, though. One of these things that sometimes we talk about things on podcasts and they're kind of dry and a bit hard to make a visual, but it sounds to me like it's one of those things if you see it, you go like, oh, now I got it. 
Is that something that you see? Definitely. And, you know, we would love our customers to reach out to us and we can do, you know, demo for our customers as well as they can reach out to us in the usual ways and we can have more detailed sessions. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, this does bring us to the end of the Tech Bytes. Uh, Sutapa, if folks want to get more information, where should they go? Please go to Prisma SD1 product page at poloaltonetworks.com slash sassy slash SDVAN and access the chat ops solution brief. All right, that's paloaltonetworks.com slash sassy slash SD-WAN. We'll also have that link in the show notes plus a link to a solutions brief if you want more details. Thank you, Sutapa, for joining us and thanks to Palo Alto Networks for being a sponsor. If you like this episode, you can find it and many more fine free technical podcasts along with our community blog. It's all at packetpushers.net. You can follow us on Twitter at packetpushers, find us on LinkedIn and rate us on Apple Podcasts. And last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.